welcome back to the Dunkel Index podcast for this Friday, February the 26th edition. I'm Ben, and here with me, as always, is my dad, Bob Dunkel. TGIF, Ben. We took uh, the day off yesterday from the podcast, but we did put a couple picks out there on Twitter and went two uh, and one on those picks, including riding the Wagner brothers to wins. Um, We had Michigan. We threw a college game in there since Michigan-Iowa was the big game and Michigan easy cover there. And Franz Wagner had 21 points. And then we had the Wiz and the points against Denver and his brother Mo Wagner contributed to that. So I think uh, if you ride the Wagners, good things are happening right now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, good uh, warm up for the March Madness uh, tournament coming up with one college game there. So hopefully we do a few more of those going forward. Yeah, we don't have any on our schedule for tonight. Didn't think any really jumped out as worthy of putting into the podcast. But yeah, we are getting closer to March Madness. uh, And I think you definitely have to put the Michigan Wolverines in the same conversation with the Gonzaga Bulldogs and Baylor Bears right now for uh, most likely contenders for the title. They are a loaded team. So good win last night for Michigan. They've they've had quite a few lately. Juwan Howard doing an excellent job there. Uh, Ironically, we're going to kind of look at uh, a couple teams right now that uh, should be where Michigan is in the NBA ranks, but aren't. I think if we have a theme for today's picks, it's going to be in, uh, playoff caliber teams who are really struggling right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, as you're alluding to, uh, we've got our first game. We've got Indiana at Boston. Pacers are 15 and 15 overall so far this season, while the Celtics are 15 and 17. Line on this one is Celtics by two and a half at home. What do you think about this one? Yeah, let's start off with the biggest funk of all, the Boston Celtics. It's so bad that even uh, Danny Ainge had to acknowledge the funk the other day in a team interview and uh, was at a loss for how the Celtics can pull out of this. Uh, They've lost three straight, eight of their last 11. uh, And the last one was probably the worst of all. It was ugly, 127-112 loss to the Atlanta Hawks game that – uh, the index did actually hit, uh, but they've fallen two games below 500, as, as you said, Ben. Uh, just a month ago, they were in first place in the East, best record in the East. Uh, a month later, and they're tied for last in the Atlantic Division. So I don't think anybody saw this one coming. Uh, and as I said, Ainge seems to be at a loss for how to pull them out of it. But I do think one possible way is an opponent like the Indiana Pacers. That certainly can't hurt. They've got a funk of their own going right now. They've lost six of their last 10, and they've had trouble at times scoring against some of the better teams. Uh, They only put up 94 in a loss to the Nets and 95 in a loss to the Jazz. Everybody's losing to the Jazz. Uh, And while the Celts certainly aren't in that category right now uh, of the Nets or the Jazz, uh, Brad Stevens does have them playing some solid defense. Boston ranks seventh in scoring D and defensive rebounding and ninth in three-point D. So while the offense isn't clicking, they are still trying on the defensive end. And he has two all-stars on the offensive end who are coming off really bad games. As Jason Tatum had just 13 points, 
on four of 20 shooting against the Hawks. And Jalen Brown had just 17 points uh, and was a woeful 0 for 6 from three-point range. Considering Tatum is leading the team with 25.6 points per game, Brown right behind him with 25.4, a good bet that one or both of those guys is going to have a bounce-back game tonight. Uh, Pacers come into this one 0-4 against the spread in their last four as an underdog. And while the Celtics have been struggling, they have been playing decently at home, 8-3 and against the spread in their last 11 home games. So very manageable number here, two and a half. Look for Boston to get right tonight. We're going to take the Celtics minus the points. All right. I like that one. Uh, I know they got torched by Trey Young in the first half of that game against Atlanta last time out, but they played a lot better in the second half. I think they held them to about seven points. So things trending up for Boston right now, I think. Yeah, I think you're getting them uh, at the bottom. Uh, they've got too much talent to stay down there for long. So this uh, this line definitely reflects the quality of play from Boston lately. But uh, at home against an Indiana team that isn't really blowing anybody out at the moment, this looks like a good opportunity to bounce back. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, another team that's looking to bounce back, the L.A. Clippers. They've got a rematch tonight against the Memphis Grizzlies. Clippers 23-11 and 11 overall this season. Grizzlies 14-14 and 14 so far. And the line on this one is Clippers by 6.5 on the road. What do you think about this one? Yeah, well, while we're on the subject of All-Stars who struggled, let's go visit the L.A. Clippers. Started this little mini-series with Memphis. Couldn't have gone much worse for the Clips. They were mauled by the Grizz, 122-94 to in the first game. Memphis led by as many as 30 points at one point en route to their biggest victory over L.A. in franchise history. And Ty Lue got poor performances, much like Brad Stevens, out of his two All-Stars, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Leonard had just 17 points on two of nine shooting from three-point range. And PG-13, unfortunately, lived up to his nickname. He had 13 points on three of 12 shooting. This has been uh, not all that uncharacteristic of the Clips uh, this year, who have had some real clunkers for sure. But it's hard to see that same kind of performance out of Leonard and George, as it is uh, Tatum and Brown up in Boston. Kawhi is averaging 26.7 points per game, and George is right behind at 24.1 points per game. So those two uh, scoring efforts the night before, way below their season averages. Uh, and as a team, the Clips, very good on the offensive end. Uh, they're ranked seventh in scoring, fourth in field goal percentage, and first in three-point percentage. So don't expect the Clips not to come out uh, and put up uh, many more points than they did in the 94 uh, against Memphis in the first game. Uh, That compares very favorably as well uh, against the Grizz defense, which ranks just 25th in the league in field goal percentage allowed and 27th in guarding the three. So likewise, not expecting the Grizz D to hold – LA below 100 on this one. Uh, The offense on the Memphis end also ranking just 20th in scoring at 110.8 points per game. So the 122 they put up the other night, way above that average. 
Law of averages says tonight clips are going to be able to bounce back here, uh, and they've done a pretty good job of bouncing back off of ugly losses. They're 16-5 and five against the spread in their last 21 games following a loss by more than 10 points. Similarly, Grizz have not done a very good job of holding on to the momentum following a big win. In fact, they're 0-4 against the spread in their last four following a win by more than 10 points. So looks like a good bounce-back opportunity tonight. Expect the All-Stars to play more like the uh, All-Stars that they are and look for the Grizz offense to come back down to earth. We're going to take the clips minus the points here. Okay. All right. agree with that one. Um, And I'm surprised the line fell so much. I had Grizzlies yesterday. They were plus four at halftime and plus eight for the game. Uh, so to move a whole point and a half, I, in some ways, I think maybe it should have grown. Uh, maybe a little telling that uh, the bounce back is expected. Um, yeah, clearly these are two teams that are at different levels right now. Got to throw that first game out and look at this uh, from anew. And no doubt the Clips are the better of the two teams here. Yep. All right. And now to... Our next teams, which are both on losing streaks of their own, Portland at LA, Trailblazers 18 and 13 this season, the Lakers 22 and 11 so far. Line on this one is Lakers by five at home. What are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, well, while we're on the subject of hard luck LA stories, let's go look at the Lakers, who are coming off an equally ugly loss, much like the Clips. This one was to Utah Wednesday. Um, less shame in losing to Utah right now than losing to Memphis in a lopsided fashion. But still, 114-89 loss to the Jazz had a lot of L.A. fans scratching their heads, although Markeith Morris says just wait till playoff time. So no no hitting the panic button in L.A. And as we talked about the other day, this just does seem to have that feel of a LeBron James team that has hit a rut at midseason, but they're going to break out of it at some point. Uh, Like the Clips, they never were in this one. They trailed by as many as 29 points at one time against Utah, and it was the fourth straight defeat for L.A. and fifth in the last six games since A.D. went out with his Achilles injury. So far, LeBron's vow to put the team on his shoulders and pull him out of this rut has not paid any dividends. But getting blown out by the Red Hot Jazz is one thing. Facing tonight's opponent, the Portland Trailblazers, definitely another. Portland has issues of its own, uh, and they come in with a three-game losing streak. Mixed in there was a season-worst 32-point defeat at the hands of the Phoenix Suns. That's been an unfortunate pattern for Terry Stotts' team lately. Uh, They now have six games where they've lost by at least 20 points. So blowouts... Definitely in the offing whenever you go up against the Trailblazers right now. Uh, and a bit of good news for the Lakers. Uh, they're not getting AD back, but they are getting Schroeder back tonight. Dennis Schroeder comes back after missing the last four games. While in COVID protocol, uh, he's bringing back his 14.2 points per game average, but also, and more importantly, uh, leadership in the backcourt, which has definitely been missing these last couple games. Perfect timing to go up against Portland's defense, uh, which ranks just 25th in points allowed and 26th in field goal percentage allowed. Uh, Portland certainly had its its success against L.A.'s 
especially in LA where the Blazers are 22 and eight against the spread in their last 30 games uh, against the Lakers. But this looks to be a Laker team that should come out a lot more focused. Uh, We're going to go against that trend tonight. Lakers need to get healthy, need to bounce back from that ugly loss to the jazz, (laughs) settle down some of the concerns that are coming out of La La Land right now. And Portland looks right for the opportunity. We're going to take the Lakers very manageable line of five, five and a half. Uh, we think, again, we're buying the Lakers low here. We got L.A. to cover that. All right. Yep. Agree with that. I think that's a good call. Well, we're buying three, as we said, playoff caliber teams at their lowest point right now. So uh, looking for bounce backs and back into the win column heading into the weekend. So hopefully they'll also deliver three wins for our listeners. Where are we going with our player prop tonight? All right. Well, for this one, for uh, Friday night's player prop, I think we're going to go to Golden State where the Warriors are playing the Hornets. So should be a pretty high-scoring game. And Steph Curry, historically pretty good against Charlotte, didn't play in their last matchup. So his uh, over-under on points tonight is at 29.5. I think he gets to 30. I think he covers that. Agree with you there. I think he and uh, Terry Rozier probably both going to be having big games tonight. I could see them matching each other bucket for bucket. And uh, like you said, this should be a high-scoring affair. Hornets rank near the bottom in guarding the three. So that certainly plays very well into Steve Kerr and Steph Curry's hands. So Golden State's just playing very well right now. Um, Good win the other night. you know, they're hanging around there, right around 500, still very much in the playoff picture. Nobody would have thought it, and they got Steph Curry to thank for that. So uh, they, they need this win tonight, and if they're going to get it, Curry's going to have to have a big game. Mm-hmm. And under 29, that seems like a good value pick. So, uh, yeah, already pretty solid winning week so far. But, yeah, hopefully we go into the weekend a little bit better. Yeah, agreed. No, we've had a very good week. So uh, thanks for everybody for listening. Uh, and go to dunkleindex.com for all your NBA picks. We have, what, nine games slate tonight. So all of our NBA picks are there, as well as uh, college basketball. It's a pretty loaded lineup tonight, uh, at least number of games-wise. No real marquee matchups to speak of, but lots of college basketball picks and a pretty big slate of NHLs as well. So Come get our hockey picks and follow us throughout the weekend. And I don't know. We going to do one over the weekend, Ben? Um, I don't know. We haven't before. I don't know if there's demand for it. But, uh, yeah, we could definitely do that. <laughs> Let's see how we do tonight. We may be back for one during the weekend. But if not, we'll talk to everybody on Monday. Yeah, absolutely. So thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, we'll be back next week. Awesome. Thanks, Ben. See ya.